So this begs the question, the question, so is it really necessary to dedicate your time to only one person during Valentine's Day when you can also do the same for so many other people? Where you can give that love out, where you can work on yourself, where you can find out from so many other people what, in what ways you're compatible with so many different people. Hi everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Zondag and Nathan podcast. Just a quick note, in the first few minutes, uh, there were diff- technical difficulties uh, from my side on my mic, so I muted myself and gave the space to the guest, Marcus. Uh, so you will hear me faint in the back until I think around the third minute or so, or the fourth minute, but then it will all go back to normal. So thanks for tuning in, and now back to the show. Hi, and welcome back to the Zondag and Nathan podcast. Today with a new guest, Again, of course, a brother, friend of mine, Marcus. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me, Ilka. Of course, man. Thank you for being here, you know, taking your time off your busy school, school yeah, schedule. It's, to, it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, there's a tradition in this podcast for the beginning. I don't know if you know. But um, when I have a new guest, they usually like, talk a little bit about themselves, what they do, how they, who they are and everything. And then they answer one question. That I'm require, requiring like the answer from is what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Okay. So the stage is yours for how many minutes you need. Well, um, I'm Marcus. Um, I am studying in. I'm a student in Townsend International School. Um, it's located in the Czech Republic, and I'm originally from Malaysia, and I'll be graduating as a 17-year-old, which I am very proud of. Um, Other than that, my favorite ice cream flavor, I think it would be mint chocolate chip. Either e- mint chocolate chip. Yeah, either that or um, vanilla. I, yeah, I'm okay. quite very a quite a vanilla person. Yeah, okay. simple. Cool, nice. Now, awesome. It's very funny how suddenly you're like, I'm a 17 year old, you know, graduating now. Are you very proud of that? I'm very proud of that. You told me during dinner and you were like, yeah, you know what? I'm actually 17 and graduating. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, rubbing it in my face. I was like, <laughs> turning 20 that yeah, I graduated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I don't know, Um, you know, since, uh, you know, Valentine's Day is uh, coming up, I thought we could talk a little bit about yeah. Valentine's Day and our experiences with it. And like, I don't know, like maybe, maybe if you have like some love stories. Oh, whatever, a love you know? story. I don't know. So what have you planned for Valentine's Day? Well, this valen this Valentine's Day, um, you know, for me, I see love in sort of some like in some kind of a different way. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm kind of against, although sometimes it gets the best of me, but I am trying to be against the idea of mainstream love. Nice. You are having a hard life for you then. <laughs> Your future is going to be really, really tough. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm against mainstream of world, okay? Okay? How well, do you mean by that, actually? Yeah. Well, mainstream love is the type of love where you see on the media today, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, in the Hollywood movies that you watch, you know, this beautiful girl meets this you know, young, enthusiastic, muscular man. Or just or, a big guy. Yeah, or... Yeah, um, and then you know you have this checklist of um, what's it called? 
expectations, gender expectations mm-hmm. that society sets on mm-hmm. both men and women. Um, the men having to look good, either looking good, being muscular, and having some sort of like you know sexy charisma, and the women having to take their clothes off every now and then in the movies. Um, hold, like, have, you, have you faced people kind of that told you like you're not muscular enough for me well it sounds like you have experience with like you know and you have such a grudge against people that have like this I mean you know, like those movie bodies and stuff I mean you know I'm wearing right now I'm wearing kind of like a thick yeah, we're, we're wearing, naked here <laughs> I'm wearing some sort of like a thick clothing and you just you know you don't know what's underneath <laughs> you know you don't know what you, multiple layers so yeah, it covers the or, deficiencies <laughs> Well, yeah, about um, muscles and all that. Um, mm-hmm. I just feel like it shouldn't define a person. Mm-hmm. You know, and even more, a relationship. It sh- definitely shouldn't define a relationship. Um, yeah. You know, how physical appearances, um, they do sometimes um, become our requirement uh, to get into a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I feel that, you know, that to a certain extent is really unhealthy and toxic for the environment that I want to be in. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just not something that I want for myself personally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're starting this conversation really deep right away, (laughs) which is cool. I mean, this is cool about this podcast. You can just share whatever and then we can just go from there. Like I was going to share some like, you know, funny like uh, memes where like you see like oh that's me on February fourteenth sitting alone in the theater <laughs> with a bucket of popcorn, and I can relate to that very well. Yeah. Um, no, but um, I think you're right. Like um, there was another episode where I was we were ta- where I was talking about like what I value in a person, and usually that's not necessarily the looks. It's more like the character of a person is more important to me than the looks. Like, and I've caught myself multiple times like you know when I didn't like a person just because. Later on in my life, I met them and I realized how smart they actually were, or like how kind they were, or how uh, truthful they were, and and also I was kind of like also trying to get to know them more in that way as well, like you know. Um, I, the thing is with body and everything, like everyone has that, you know, not everyone has that view where they they are not happy with how they look like. Yeah. And like I'm also one of them, some like mostly. Like when I look at me, I'm like, oh yeah, I wish I had a little bit more muscle mass, or, or I wish I would have a little bit more like I don't know, like, some. Defining lines, you know, where my muscles yeah. start, but at the same time, um, I believe that, at, I believe that you know the person that will love you will love you for, like something else first, mm-hmm. and then the outside changes anyway. Yeah. Like I think. Because beauty fades after time anyway. Yeah. And the the personality of a person, actually, or the character of a person changes the outside. Mm. So if you see someone that's really kind, all of a sudden they will be more prettier for you. Yeah. Some, or someone is very honest and loving or and caring, they look more beautiful to you right away. Yeah. But if someone is like, you know, very horrible and not really um, kind, um, they become very um, unattractive. Unattractive, exactly. And you notice that right away, like all of a sudden, like something about them doesn't work anymore. And that's usually not because of the, because they, they look the same as the day before. Yeah. It's just something you notice about them now that changed, you know? Well, yeah. 
Um, for me, I, I think that, you know, we all want, to a certain degree, validation for ourselves. So the question, the big question for me is that when we get, when we get the validation we want, um, does it lead to something else? Does it lead to something bigger? Does it have a purpose? You know, I can go to the gym, um, work on my bicep, bicep size, but does that help me do yeah. anything in life? It, generally, anything you do, you have to always think about yeah. what it is for. Is it for your own ego or is it actually to, and to help yourself exactly, or help others? Exactly. Like when I started going to the gym, yeah, of course, I wanted to build some muscle mass. But at the same time, I also knew how it was very healthy for me mm -hmm. to do so, you know. So I, I, my motivation was never to go and, oh, yeah, once I have my sun, uh, summer body, summer beach body, you know. And then it's done. And then it's done or something. Yeah. No, it's more like, I'll do this. It helps me to get stuff out of my system as well. Mm -hmm. uh, that's that one hour and a half where I lift, you know, dumbbells and stuff where I can just like, just be for myself. I don't even listen to music when, yeah. I, when I do these things because I just want to reflect and just be in the moment. Yeah, in, it's a meditative you know? process. Exactly. Yeah. And then whatever happens, happens, you know. But I'm mostly doing all of these because I want to have like a, you know, healthy routine in my life. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, of course, um, that will sh that will build up a confidence in yourself. That will also it will it will um, kind of shine to others. So you, people will notice you more because of that confidence that you have built and everything. So it it kind of plays into everything. But the core of every uh, the core you should be really aware of the core. Yeah. You know. So this brings us to you know um, my question, the next one, which is the core of like you know this whole idea of valentine valentine's mm -hmm. day mm -hmm. love having a girlfriend having a date mm -hmm. so you were saying about going to the cinema and having popcorn alone yeah happened to me once i was actually in the theater alone. yeah so um with that so something that i took away from that was that you know oh you know i wish that i could be there you know mm -hmm. i understand you know, people, some people might feel lonely because, you know, af after all, Valentine's Day, it's just a social expectation for you to, you know, get together with um, another person. Mm -hmm. And it, I don't think it has to be that way because when you're lonely, you know, your friends can be there for you. And as a friend mm -hmm. myself, I feel like I could give back to... You want to come with me to Germany? This yeah, weekend? for sure. <laughs> we can watch Jojo. Jojo is a good one. Jojo that just came out. Yeah. Um, don't don't advertise things that I don't get paid for. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> no, that's I'm just really kidding. Go ahead. But uh, yeah. So, what's important for me is that um, you know to give back to serve to, for the people who I you know love. Um, and by love, what do I mean by love? Because we were talking about mainstream love earlier, mm -hmm. and now I just want to talk about unconditional love, mm -hmm. the love that. You can give without expecting anything back, mm -hmm. just like the one that your parents gave to you when you were younger. Mm -hmm. And I think to really understand this concept, you know, we have to look back to our childhood. We have to look back to how our parents were like, and it's a whole topic mm -hmm. that maybe we could talk about. Me, we could. Yeah, yeah de definitely. I mean. I think you you 
you've made a good point by saying you know how society is kind of functioning oh man this this episode is going to be such a sociology <laughs> episode <laughs> i just realized i mean um it's gonna it's true like i mean the social construct of valentine's day and that you have to have a date or if you don't have a date that nobody loves you and things like that um that's that's yeah it's, it's socially constructed to us and 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 we do feel lonelier on those days yeah. where it's expected for us to have someone like even in like during christmas time or any other celebration throughout the year eastern and things like that mm. thanksgiving if you're alone then you, you you're always immediately portrayed as um uh like not being <clears throat> not being loved <clears throat> mm. and i think that's like you said also not good in my opinion especially you know thinking of valentine's it, has, it shouldn't be just one day in the year where yeah. you give flowers to the person you like yeah. you know or the person you're together with um it could also be just give that person every day of your life the most you can you know yeah. what i mean um like you said with unconditional love like our parents did with us um i mean that's i guess the aim you know finding someone where we mm -hmm. have that feeling where where we have that unconditional love you know that i mm -hmm. think that's the quest throughout life where we we try our best to to find that person yeah. and that's why we are sometimes disappointed because we go into something hoping or like wishing that this is what we want yeah and then we realize it's not and it hits us very 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 hard i mean how many times have i had the moment where i well not actually a lot uh, but when i confessed some of my feelings to someone you know when i confessed my feelings to someone yeah i i felt like when i when that person was like oh i don't see you that way it was a kind of a setback of course yeah and at the same time though uh, you just move on and then the next next day happens and then you just continue your life in the end it's it's usually um very i don't know like that that whole pressure just comes because you were rejected and now you think you're a loser you know? yeah and i mean for everyone that's listening to this episode right now like you're not alone i mean this is not the first time i'm talking about not being alone like there was other episodes where we talked about this everyone goes through this you know mm. through like you know you like someone but you can't tell them i mean i'm going through that right now like i like someone but i have a hard time kind of putting my feelings into words or like being like in a way that i can move up uh, in that in that in that conversation or with that friend you know yeah. and because i'm scared of being rejected which that fear shouldn't be there whether i get rejected or not it doesn't change anything like yeah. you're still an amazing person you will find someone that will love you the way you want to be loved or like um you know find someone that you can spend the rest of your life with maybe that's not that person but that also doesn't mean that you're not friends anymore you can still be friends of course it's hard maybe at the beginning but you can still be friends like it's just um i guess a lot of things that we have to get over with so i don't know if i actually connected to your question but the unconditional love part where you said with parents i think that's very very hard to attain mm -hmm. i think that's really just able you're only able to attain that with the person that you can really trust i guess like yeah. you know the person where you can share things and the person that you can even like have i don't know some arguments with and nothing bad happens after like you just have the argument and then you just you know grow out from that kind yeah of, you know so i'm really i really do agree with a lot of the things that you've said already 
thank you for evaluating my yeah my essay um my argument in my sociology <laughs> you know when i say it's a toxic unhealthy thing you know social expectations um all these uh, like stereotypes you know people we men you know we feel <laughs> we we, we do feel sad um and we have emotions that's true we have we have emotions yeah. and you know sometimes it might it might lead to really bad 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 consequences you know mm-hmm. um we have statistics on how how many men kill themselves now mm-hmm. and we can see that it's clear um mm-hmm. we might not exact uh, the reasons might not exactly be oh yeah he got rejected or what not but there is this problem of um you know we might might be passive to one another to um our significant other or mm-hmm to the person that we want to investigate and mm-hmm. potentially, you know, mm-hmm. wife or husband them up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're 17, you already think about these <clears> things, <throat> eh? Yeah. I'm, I'm 26, <laughs> man. <laughs> like, but um, yeah, so I'm 17 yeah. and I, I realized that, um, you're like the millennial type, you know, like you're I, like, you're I really mean, you early can, in this stage. You can put <laughs> when I was 17, that. I didn't think of these things at yeah. all. Man. I was, anyway, but it's not a criticism. It's just, it's just amazing how, how, how you're, we your gotta, we gotta, you know, we gotta stay woke, man. It's, it's that time. <laughs> it's true. Woke, wokeness. I mean, then if you, if you, you, you say these things, I mean, it, clearly that means that you, you have also experienced certain things, right? Yeah. Like, yeah would you like definitely. to share any of those? I will. Definitely. Um, well, then go ahead. Yeah. Uh, but I would just like sorry, to, I didn't mean to because oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. no, no, I'm just really interested now because you talk a lot about like the 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 theoretical and like you know hypothetical things yeah. kind of. So I want to know what the real Marcus is going through so I can like maybe relate in certain ways because I of course like you said we men have emotions we have feelings yeah. so we all have gone through certain things you know and it's fine to to feel a certain way for every person women or men actually you know if you have a feeling you don't feel like comfortable with something and yeah that's your right to feel so mm-hmm. but don't like eat it inside but actually approach people and talk to them about it like say i feel this way what am i like especially best is if you talk to the person that you think makes you feel that way so i think this is a great opportunity to those um who are listening that are women to understand <laughs> sort of um so well, men's side, really. yeah, the men's. We'll the men's definitely side, send huh? this to all of our crushes. Don't worry, about it. <laughs> I'll send it to my crush, and you'll send it to your crush. Yeah, and then and then they will know what we what we mean. They will reach reach uh, reach out to us. So yeah, um, well, you know, for me, yeah, definitely, um, I do find it hard to you know explain that. Oh yeah, I have feelings for a certain you know, person. Although sometimes I, you know, I go out of my way and I say, hey, you know, this is what I'm experiencing. This is what I'm going to do. You know, it might just be valid. Um, I want to know what you think. Mm-hmm. Um, some girls, you know, um, not to blame them or anything. No, this is really um, just our personal experiences yeah. and knowledge. We, we, whatever we say is not like, this is how world is. How the oh, world yeah, is. No, yeah. it's just it's not, our world. It's, it's very subjective. Yeah, of exactly. Course. Yeah. So... The girls that I've had experiences with, you know, some of them were truly o- like they were open to listen to me, and I respect that so much. It mm-hmm. is a gift to be able to listen, mm-hmm. to be able to understand that one of the hardest things that we humans can um, do is to put ourselves in the other person's shoes. 
mm-hmm. to try to be able to catch their perspective. Um, so far, I've had a few experiences. I stopped counting after 10. I, I don't know which one to choose. I'm just joking. I've only got You had so many. No, no, no. <laughs> Look at you. I'm 17. I'm graduating already. Um, I stopped counting after 10. You know, oh. I told everyone I like them. No, no, no. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. No, of well, course, man. It's fine. Well, yeah, I can share with you a recent recent thing. I mean, if you, it's, it's up to you, bro. Like, honestly, this podcast, what I like about this is actually when I started it, it was just talking about whatever in life. And then develop to people talking about what they were thinking and feeling. Oh, yeah, so, I don't know, man. Like, if you feel like sharing it and you're okay with it, just don't, you know, mention names. Yeah, yeah, You know, or yeah. things like that. So, no, go how you feel. There was a girl that I met. Um, yeah. There was a girl that I met. We, uh, yeah, we kind of became friends. I, I just started to become a Baha'i. Um, do the listeners know what the Baha'i faith is? Yeah, yeah, I mentioned that already. In, in so I'm a Baha'i. Okay. I just started becoming Baha'i. Really looking into, you know, myself, meditating upon myself, improving as a person, you know, trying to escape the prison of self. Mm-hmm. To be able to serve others. At the same time, I was also looking at another, another significant, uh, a person, like... Yeah, to serve together. Look, yeah, mm-hmm. trying to look into a person and, you know, potentially, oh, this and that. Um, but I was also kind of looking at another girl simultaneously. Mm-hmm. So you basically made your own bachelorette. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay, so, if yeah. she serves less than 10 hours, <laughs> <laughs> definitely going to go for her. But, but it wasn't, it wasn't that, um, it wasn't only that, like, of course, not. I wasn't only service. I was still, I was young at the time, you know, uh, yeah, like physical, um, attraction was also a huge part of my conversation with these girls how to control that mm-hmm. what's right and what's wrong um yeah so i think one of the most important things that i took out from this was commitment mm-hmm. the idea about committing and i think in the by faith you know many people actually discourage like boyfriend girlfriend type of relationships especially the older people the boomers now the <laughs> so yeah i mean so um, it's hard to say i mean i don't think that's necessarily the baha'i faith it's just generational yeah people uh, grow grow up in different generations like my parents did as well so like i think that's just more of it i'm more like a new person like if if, like for me boyfriend girlfriend is not less than saying i'm exploring someone's character now you can't and there's other people that say no exploring character means this and that yeah okay that's fine but for me, for me, there's no difference. If my, if I had a kid and if I had a son or a daughter and they were saying, I'm going to bring my boyfriend home, I would say, yes, sure. Or the person says, I'm, I'm exploring someone's character. I'm like, great. Like I would exactly react the same way for me for, cause I don't, I don't divide that necessarily so, personally. So the big thing about, um, character investigation, mm-hmm. looking into another person, um, finding out their gifts you know what you like about them what they like about you how you interact and all Mm -hmm. that the big thing about it you know where it leads to is marriage Mm -hmm. and marriage is a big 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 load you know all your life you work to be independent from your family your parents Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden that just goes and you put on your handcuffs and then you just get married you're just with that person for the (laughs) next half of your your life yeah you know sorry i was just the handcuff joke is just, it's, it's oh, yeah. just a joke. I want to get married too. No. <laughs> Eric, can you help? Um, yeah. 
so yeah this um you know deciding who to commit when to commit mm-hmm. do you think because you know the thing is one thing that i have i'm a hopeless romantic you think so 100%. <laughs> I can tell you stories, bro. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely a hopeless, hopeless romantic. Okay, tell me. Um, and I'm an overthinker. Oh, okay. So both combined is bad, is really bad. Big bad. Because the thing is that, think about it, like, you're a hopeless romantic, you're looking for the girl of your dreams, kind of, you know, yeah. but in, in the real world. And then once you find her, you overthink if, if is that the one you know what i mean that i'm looking for mm-hmm. and that's not a good combination so like one thing for example that i'm trying to learn myself is mm-hmm. really when i meet someone just really don't go there and like subjectively and completely yeah. detached kind of you know like think about it objectively when you meet someone what like really just try to look at the characteristics rather than things that you think you might not like you know what i mean because mm. Sometimes the little things you don't like about a person are the things that you love the most. You know what I mean? Yeah. The little picadillos that they are like really like small. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, f- mis- not mistakes, but like small things that, that, you know, take, they make a person interesting. You know what I mean? And I'm really attracted to these things too, like small flaws in the person. Hmm. Whereas as well as their perfections, like their, like for example, the attitude of striving for excellence. You know, when I see that in a person, I immediately admire them whether that's a girl or a boy, man or a woman, you know. But it also is one of the attraction points for me when I, have, when I see a woman, for example. Like, oh, yeah. that person actually, she, she wants to get things done. And then that gets me really like, yeah, I want to, you know, build a life with that person mm. together too. Like, so I think it's different when you're not actually together with um, the person itself. So before that, you'd have to say to yourself, okay, this is really it. This is really, really it. Um, in my experience with overthinking and this and that, so the person that I ultimately decided to go with, she herself was also a very, like, emotionally very sensitive. Mm-hmm. She would always think the best for other people before herself. And I would always catch her at moments when she's so sad, mm-hmm. when she felt the loneliest because she had given away a lot of her energy to other people. Yeah. And things like that. So, yeah, I think that... Are you together? No. no. (laughs) Because you said you reached out to her, so you basically, you you kind of overcame that. So... Like asking her. I told her. Telling her. Actually, we told each other. Mm -hmm. Kind of at the same time. And she also found out that I was talking... To another person mm-hmm. um, and that wasn't good because I had problems deciding mm-hmm. flip a coin who to give <laughs> if it's and two that's, that's the issue two. That's, and that's the and issue people that listen to this they will hate me forever <laughs> and that's <laughs> the issue and that's the issue with parents they can't just leave um, you know who, um, who their kids be with or what their kids do by chance you want to initiate them so as i as i mentioned what i took took out from this it was my own initiative to learn how to commit and so it didn't end up like oh flowers and sunshine and all that you know like we had our time it passed mm-hmm. we also had our differences we had our difficulties that we went through 
um, I overthink, she overthinks. It just wasn't a good mix. Um, so the girl that I ultimately went with, um, we spent a lot of time together being attached to each other. Mm-hmm. Mm, my idea of you know marriage and then service was totally distorted mm-hmm. because of sunshine and flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one day she had to leave me. So and then there's this other thing with, um, you know, physical circumstances that things just come and go and that things are so temporary you know mm-hmm. i um, was i was re- i'm really glad that i didn't have like physical um attraction like a really like deep like you know like we didn't touch each other we didn't yeah. kiss or whatnot we didn't abuse that yeah um i think it would have made it worse so now i'm going to a phase where you know i'm learning how to um let go um of a heartbreak i'm going through that right now um mm-hmm. So yeah, ultimately, my conclusion is, is that I think that committing is unnecessary when you can't work out who you actually are, when you are still in emotionally dependent and weak. So we men, as I mentioned, we are, you know, we are sad people. We can be sad people. And it's only now that we are starting to learn how to be strong. Mm-hmm. So by being strong, we have to be vulnerable. We have to open up our feelings. We have to let people know. And this requires trust and respect and love. A lot of love, a lot of caring. Because genera- um, there's a generational um, void, a vacuum of love. Mm-hmm. You know? um, and I think men nowadays really have to receive that and we ourselves have to consistently try to improve ourselves. Mm. So if you can't have those things, and one more very important thing is, is that when you meet a person, even though you have the same oh, activities, so you like bowling, you're a really good bowler, and she's also a bowler. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, you want to go hiking every weekend, and she's also down for that? Great. That's like checklist, checklist. But that's not it. That's also the other side. You can agree to a few things, but you can also disagree to a few things. And what's really important is that when in a relationship, you have to learn how to agree to disagree. Um, You have to learn how to manage manage these sort of... um, um, What's this word? You want to find true compatibility. Mm Mm-hmm. So true compatibility is the way you fix an issue, solve an argument, mm-hmm. um, get around, you know, tight corners mm-hmm. with this other person. Are you sure you're 17 years old? I am 17 years old. <laughs> Come on, you you have so much in your head right now. I swear. Yeah. I mean, when I was your yeah. age, of course, I had also the same thoughts. But the older I got, as well, kind of a lot of things just change. Mm-hmm. Like. As I said, I'm a hopeless romantic to this day, mm-hmm. but not because necessarily like, you know, I, I don't think it's bad to believe that there's flowers and sunshine, you mm-hmm. know, because that just gives you the hope that you will have it one day, right? Yeah. Um, but you shouldn't solely just go around looking for that one to have that feeling. Exactly right. right. Because exactly like, right. just like you said, you have to learn to agree to disagree with that person too. Mm-hmm. And I think 
true companionship also comes down to you know supporting someone even when it means that you have to sacrifice something that you like you know yeah and even if it's yourself even if it's like your own ego yeah like of course like if, if, if for example um my past relationships i always missed moments where i could have you know supported someone mm -hmm. or my one of my ex-girlfriends more of course and and that's something i learned in in in, in times like this like i just learned now i through the experience i know next time when i have a girlfriend and i know that one key to it is support like to actually to have a good relationship support yeah. and being there for someone even like you said if it's just listening now this is now not only necessarily for relationships it can be also just for normal friendships as well like supporting a friend through a hard time or listening to a friend Uh, when they are having trouble. I mean, we, like you said, you're a Townsend thousand student, and here it's it's a given that you have to mm -hmm. have these people. I mean, in a boarding school, yeah. when if you don't have someone that listens to you, like what else are you gonna do? I yeah. mean, you're in you're independent. I, you're in an environment where you don't exactly. have your parents. I'm 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 in room life of, of of the school now, yeah. and I come here and sometimes hang out with you guys that are younger than me. But I learn so much from you guys, in in different aspects or like I meet. In, older friends and we talk deeper about our lives and then I see that same support again, you know? Yeah, so this begs the, the question. So is it really necessary to dedicate your time to only one person during Valentine's Day when you can also do the same for so many other people? Where you can give that love out, where you can work on yourself, where you can find out from so many other people what, in what ways you're compatible with so many different people i mean of course um even thinking about valentine's day being you know like that i don't even honestly we maybe should have looked up the history of how valentine's came yeah how valentine's day came to being as well i have no idea but but i know generally the day, yeah but you're right like yeah of course instead of wasting it to one well let's say not wasting so some people have a girlfriend and they enjoy that i'm also not saying that you should get married to like four or five girls <laughs> no 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 no. you're no, looking no. you're looking for the right one yeah one. No, of course but but like in, in a, on valentine's day of course you can share that love with the people like your your parents your friends yes. you know at the same time um if you have a girlfriend automatically you would probably say I'm yeah. Valentine's Day with this person which is also fine I mean of course what I'm saying is like if you don't have one you have friends you can share with if you have one you can share it with that person mm -hmm. but then again it's not only that one day you can share it with that person you can share it every day with the people yeah. you know um, I, I'm not like in my point of view of course that's all like perverted days where it thinks it's all capitalism you know trying to get like you know get people to buy certain things like almost like christmas you know where, mm -hmm. where it lost the spirituality of things but i'm also not a big hater of it because i think it's cool that at least that one day people you know can think about these things and mm. maybe you know kind of learn oh nice to how to find a present for someone or things like that but I think also one thing we have to know, we have to think about and be conscious about is that that when we love someone, um, that is is also very very precious, you know. Yeah, and it's sacred. When we care for someone, yeah. 
like I care about a lot of people that I meet in my life, you know, and what hurts me the most is when they like um take it for granted, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, yeah now, but the same thing I did to other people too now I'm not just a victim here I used. I, I, at some points, I was also like kind of in a position where I probably used someone's, you yeah. know, trust in a yeah. way. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry <laughs> if, if the person who listens, yeah, this yeah. guy did it. I'm sorry, I, you know, things like that happen. We are all human beings. We are all on a continuum. We all strive for excellence every day, mm-hmm. but we are not perfect. So and that's cool. Um, so we can always reflect and improve day by day. So like that, you know, and. Yeah, and I think the whole uh, the whole perception of love, but also the whole perception of a relationship, is is a little bit skewed. Yeah, in today's I, age. Yeah, age. but also I I'm kind of victim to that too, you know, yeah. because at some points, like one thing that makes me angry kind of is when when I know I like someone and I can't tell them mm. because why? Because I just I'm too scared. You know, I'm just too chicken to tell someone that I like them yeah. or, hey, you know what, like, I, I enjoy talking to you and, you know, it's a lot of fun. Because you, like you said, you put yourself in a vulnerable position. And vulnerable usually interprets into weaknesses, kind of. Yeah. But we had another episode with a friend of mine in Puya from Canada Puya. where we talked about, is vulnerability a weakness? Mm-hmm. And I answer this question this way. It's not. Knowing that you're vulnerable, that's not a weakness. That means you deliberately, you're deciding to do something that will, that might hurt you or put you in a position where you can get hurt. That's very brave. And that you know that you're doing this makes it even more of a, of a choice, right? And, and then it, it shouldn't be a weakness because you have, you have analyzed it, reflected a lot about it and you're doing it even yeah. though you know that there might be a chance of that person you know, hurting your feelings, mm-hmm. but you dare to attempt something, right? And I think um, if you like someone in a level of, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, or if you love a brother or something, like honestly, don't hold your feelings back. That just makes it worse. If you mm-hmm. don't tell a person how you feel about them, that will just make you bitter because think about it like a flower, you know? When you nurture a flower from the seed on growing out of the of the of the ground, right. it looks beautiful, right? right? But but if the flower were to keep all that beauty inside, it would just probably die, right? Yeah. So think about your emotions just like that. Yeah, it's like a seed, it grows, it right? Yeah. And then you start liking someone more and more and more. And if you don't tell that person, you will get bitter. You will be you will probably dislike yourself in different levels yeah. because because you can't say that something true, that's, that's inside you and then that will eat you from inside and then you will even start hurting that person you actually like yeah. by doing these things and i think well, that's something we can think about for ourselves as well yeah of course like, you know, sometimes we might not be giving enough attention to people that actually dedicate themselves to us you know um by just giving a little time to somebody can tell them so much oh he recognizes my talent he recognizes my um I don't know, my loved one or something. Mm-hmm. Um, if I dedicate some time to another person, they might go, wow, I am, you know, a friend. As simple as that. And I think it's all a process. You know, I'm really lucky that 
I actually got involved in this relationship with this girl that had left mm-hmm. Townsend. Um, <laughs> she, yeah, I don't know. She really taught me, really, really taught me how to care for another person because of how she she did it. Mm-hmm. So I learned. Well, you know, all this conversation that we're having, you know, it's such uh, an amazing opportunity for learning, mm-hmm. for improving ourselves. I've learned so much on how to talk to people, how to listen to them, really listen to them, on how to feel for mm-hmm. another person, on how to, you know, be joyful without any without any external conditions. Mm-hmm. It's just you yourself, maybe with her at the time. Just being happy, mm-hmm. you know. Like yes, whatever you have. Sometimes we also meet people, you know, in times of need, you know. Yeah. And then maybe it's just for that time, and then we move on, and that helps us to learn something. I personally think, you know, we are our destiny's own smith. That's a saying from German. I translated it into English. It doesn't make so much sense. Yeah, I actually get it. But it's like you choose your own fate, basically. You know what I mean? I mean, if I look back to my old relationships, I kind of knew that it's not going to work out at some point. But I didn't do much about it either. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because I thought, oh, it's going to fix itself. It's going to just work out. It's just going to work out. That mindset, it's good in some moments. You know, so you don't pressure yourself too much. But when it's really important, it's really bad to think that way. Like you have to, it's normal physics, man. And in sciences you learn, there has to be inertia, has to be like something like a force in order to create something, right? Mm -hmm. Nothing happens of nothing. You know what I mean? Everything has a force that creates something. So whether the force is you reaching out to someone and telling them about how you feel or the force is, I don't know, you creating that moment that you can tell that person how mm-hmm. you feel, you know? And, and, and if you never, if you, and, and that's the thing I struggle with too, like, you know, it's easier said than done. Telling someone like that, you know, takes a lot of courage mm. and no expectations, you know? Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is, is that, you know, why have sunshine and flowers when you can have sunshine, flowers, beach, you know, and so many other things as well. Mm-hmm. So right now with her, um, you know, we are at a stage where everything's rough. The ball is rolling, but it's, you know, it has some hills, some mountains to climb. Some downhills, you know. That's, that's that's something called life. Yeah. So it it was always straight before that, but then we kind of re- reached that point because we had to leave each other. Mm-hmm. So that separation was really hard on us. And right now I'm at the point where we I we are trying to learn how to cope with that. You know, sometimes I you know get thoughts like I remember her. Ghosts from the past. Yeah. yeah. Happens. Maybe I make an ideal picture of this person i forget the disagreements that we had you know mm-hmm. the way it didn't work um so yeah that's let, that's what let I'm me tell you that. something from my experience you don't forget i mean i never forget what i liked about my ex-girlfriends mm. i don't 
and it's fine because that just helps me to just respect them and love them still yeah you know yeah but after the breakups i realized what didn't work more than what than when i was in the relationship yeah you know so it's a plus and minus thing like when you break up with someone or like you just take some time and separate it it's time to reflect that's the perfect time to reflect and see for yourself and i don't think that will be if it's not meant to have a re regression like you get back together or something then mm -hmm. then it was just there to teach you something and you can take it as an experience yeah, yeah. and just move on and take it and some people take longer some people take shorter some people don't even take a minute and they already next game and that's okay cool i didn't do that and it took me i mean i've been separated from my last relationship for five years it took me two weeks to get over that really bad heartbreak mm -hmm. but that heartbreak happened a year after we broke up oh so yeah. and then and then it took me in, it took me a while even to, to consider other girls. Like, yes, I consider other girls, but at the same time, I kept always thinking it's not fair. I've had this... To, to this other person, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, no, like, to anyone involved. Like, I was together with a person for two and a half years then. Yeah. And, like, to think, like, okay, now I have to find someone new, someone new. Like, it didn't feel, like, at all right. So it didn't take me long to like someone, but it took me long to really f understand what I felt for them. If, if it was really... Did I really, like... You know like their character and their 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 talents and their virtues mm -hmm. that they represented or that they had or did i just like that because i got the attention and i just want to get yes. forget that other person now yeah. so those thoughts were then to this day sometimes and these are the common and goes. these are common struggles that we have yeah and these are the struggles that we don't talk about enough these are deeper struggles these are struggles that have much more meaning to them mm -hmm. to ourselves right now we're looking straight at our egos and how mm. we deal with them yeah. i mean like even like it's been five years now that i broke up with my last real girlfriend and then in between there was people that i tried to get to know but mm. yeah. and, and even to this day like i have not had like a relationship that lasted any anywhere near my ex-girlfriend but also, apart from that, it just, it never really, there was nothing that really made click. But then later on, I realized, you know, like that whole, you have your fate in your own hands thing. Okay. Like, you cannot just expect when you don't, when, if you don't, if you do nothing, you know, then you cannot expect that something's going to happen, you know? Yeah. Like, there's a saying in German again, it says, from nothing comes nothing. Mm-hmm. So you do have to put something in, you know, like I hate when people say like, oh, just, just be patient. It's going to work out. I mean, I mean, of course, like, yeah, patient. Yeah, you should be patient. But at the same time, you also have to take steps towards something. You know, you cannot just be standing at the middle of the road and not move. Yeah. Just being patient. Like at some point that house will come towards me. No, it won't. Mm -hmm. You have to walk towards it. So. You have to you have to act on certain things. You know, and, and 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 then and then just deal with the consequence. Like if it's yes, it's yes. If it's no, it's no. So yeah, mm. with love, I think that for us men, um, it is a work in progress. We have to be ever thankful for the people who taught us how to love, who gave us the opportunity to love one another. Um, you know, we have to just strive to better ourselves as 
a man, as an individual, as a friend, and ultimately as a human being, you know? Mm-hmm. You want to promote for the common good. And by that, you can do that through, with love. Through love, you can achieve that. Yep. And everything else just pieces by themselves together, you know? It comes. You learn, and then you think, and then you do. And it all comes together really nicely. Mm-hmm. You're right. Well, that was really, really nice, Marcus. I really enjoyed this conversation. Of course, we really didn't finish this conversation. I guess this conversation... It can go. It for goes years. for years. Yeah. But um, we have to also be mindful of time because you are supposed to be in your room right now. Yes, I am. And um, But I know that I'll have you back as a guest for sure. No matter where you are in the world, I'll definitely get you back for one episode. We can continue talking about this or we can talk about some other ideas and philosophies and you know catch me when i'm 20 26 <laughs> catch me when I'm 26. 10 years from now we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. record another one catch me when I'm um well thank you so much um i really really like honestly i really appreciate you taking the time coming here and also no, i really appreciate you sharing all of this this uh, for our, for our listeners it's probably one of the episodes that was a little bit you know quieter more deep a little bit like really deep like um, which I enjoyed myself. It's cool. You can see some variations in the episodes and you can see it's different people, different thoughts yeah. and might help someone out there that listens to this. Like people out there probably know now that they're not alone. Yeah. And if you feel the way, then, you know, you can reach out to the different avenues and media of this podcast and, you know, share your thoughts. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'm happy to share with Marcus for sure. Um, this is it from me stay tuned and volume up for the next episode to those who need it I love you you're an amazing and awesome person those were the last words of Marcus I guess or do you have any other words enjoy Valentine's Day enjoy Valentine's Day guys thank you take care hey thank you so much to all the people that listened to this podcast and sent the feedbacks it really means a lot to us if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Caster, SoundCloud, and Google Music. To stay updated, follow the Twitter account at Godsontag and the Instagram account at Godsontag as well. New episodes every Sunday. Stay tuned and volume up.